We're in a good headspace today. Yeah. Compared to all of our other recordings. Bad, nasty headspace. <laughs> Dark places we crawl out of to do this show that, frankly, we don't have to do. <laughs> we could take a week off, and we rarely do. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> When was the last time we took a break? <laughs> it was recent. The last time we took oh, a, a week off. Venom. Yeah. Because what was I doing? I think Kira's family was visiting or something. No, because I still did did the recording. That was last yeah. week. It was because I couldn't get to the movie theater, I don't think. Oh, uh, yeah, that's why. We, I think... The only time I have postponed recording is because I was moving. Yeah. So what we're saying is basically we treat this podcast much like our real life jobs where we will never take a day off (laughs) unless we really have to. Hey, but at least we make a living wage off of this job. (laughs) absolutely we get paid so much to do this show so once again i want to shout out to our sponsor uh raycon no sorry um rayovac batteries Mm. i thought you were gonna say uh no sorry i misread that again it's raytheon yes raytheon that's what i was gonna say like i was just talking to a raytheon rep Right before the, <laughs> the podcast, just to make sure we talked enough about uh, missile defense systems and, yeah. and my they quiz on blank sure check. <laughs> they wanted to make sure that I uh, I donated my money to the Iron Dome. Welcome oh. to a new edition of We'd Seen Nothing Yet, the game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen. I'm your co-host, Wes, and this is your other co-host. Ethan, sponsored by Raytheon. And Wesley, brought to you by Raytheon. Raytheon helped uh, my birthing. Uh, the... <laughs> Their rocket technology was strapped to you in the womb <laughs> to help expedite you through the birthing canal. Literally brought to you by Raytheon. Um... <laughs> Let me tell you, that umbilical cord snapped. (laughs) The doctor was down there with a catcher's (laughs) mitt. They whipped their arm around in a backwards windmill. (laughs) I'm just saying it's a good thing they had a prosthetic. A prosthetic arm. Also brought to you by Raytheon. (laughs) Do you think Inspector Gadget is at all (laughs) affiliated with... Today we're talking about my results on Coco. Oh, I thought you were going to say your your cancer results. <laughs> Today we're going over some medical results <laughs> that uh, I'm not going to reveal at the moment, but will impact uh, the future continuation of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they will? <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, yeah, so no spoilers on those. But... <laughs> I like the idea of a doctor walking into your quiet office where you're sitting quietly. You just put your shirt and pants back on. And then he's like, all right, do you want spoilers or no spoilers? <laughs> just replace good news and bad news. Do you want the spoilers or no spoilers? When everything crumbles... <laughs> Everything implodes when the healthcare industry implodes in particular. I want that to be the replacement when we start building back the medical industry. And when you say and make it back, more privatized. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make it clear that the industry wasn't destroyed in building back better, uh, but building back much, much worse. No, yeah, well, no, not necessarily worse because, of course, Raytheon will take over a large oh, portion okay. of the healthcare industry. And... Thank goodness. Yeah. Look, I thought the one main problem of the military-industrial complex was that it hadn't quite dipped into medicine just yet, or that it really lost lost its roots after the Civil War. You know, when we had to bite down on sticks or uh to drink whiskey for amp- uh amputations i just want a ball bearing in my hip to be absolutely terminal mm. we're talking coco <laughs> <laughs> a fantastic children's movie and then before we talk about coco let's go ahead and remind everyone of our predicted scores uh currently uh west do you have that pulled up yeah, I have a predicted score of 75, and Ethan has a predicted score of 64. Current scores are 12.5 for me and 21 for Ethan. Well, don't forget that uh, Kira has a yes. predicted score of 10, and I believe she scored 7.25? 7.75. Oh, I'm sorry, Kira. I sold you short. Um, So, let's get to it and talk about Coco. Uh, Wes did let me know this morning that he fell asleep while watching Coco last night and finished it this morning starting from where he remembered. You know what? Uh, When I told my mom, yeah, we could watch this Amanda Knox documentary, I'll just have to watch Coco right afterwards. (laughs) What time did you start this movie? <laughs> Amanda Knox, I started at 8.30. <laughs> so you started, you started Coco maybe 11.30 to midnight. Uh, roughly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Coco, I asked, uh, why haven't you seen it and what do you know? Uh, you said you've seen a lot of Pixar, or you haven't seen a lot of recent Pixar Um especially after Toy Story 3, because that's when it all kind of went downhill. You knew Coco was good, but you just never got around to it. Yeah, that's fine, I guess. You said this movie revolves around Dia de los Muertos. That's kind of where uh, <laughs> your correct response stops. Oh. Uh, as you said, there was a lot of overlap between this movie and the Jamie Foxx movie, which you later remembered is called Soul. Mm-hmm. I don't assume you've seen Soul. I have... Nothing in common here, really. It deals with death after life. If you want to say that any movie... So this this movie also kind of touches on the ghost cinematic universe? Yeah, I would say so. 
Uh, Disney, if you're ready for that crossover, let me know, and I would love to take creative control. Let me tell you, there is a lot of sensual scenes in Coco. (laughs) There aren't not. There aren't not. Uh, Deals with what happens after you die. What is the soul? What do you leave behind? That's kind of true. Like I would say it's very much true. I I gave you half a point overall for your answer. I wasn't going to give you nothing. Um, But it it was close enough. You also said uh, acoustic guitar, skeleton, skull candy, skull candy headphones. Mm -hmm. So So why am I not getting a full point? With a mix of what you got wrong and what you got right, I I changed that to half a point. I think it should be three quarters. And I think that I'm doing this quiz. Um, oh, I next... took it. <laughs> You're sending an angry email to your professor one week before <laughs> graduation. How dare you give me a B minus. The next open-ended question, describe the process of the dead visiting the living world. Uh, Wes, can you go ahead and describe that process for us? Some bridge, it's pedals, it's a bridge. Uh, There's facial recognition technology involved. You know, clearly Big Brother plays a large role in the afterlife. I'm surprised you're not making the uh, Border Patrol (laughs) connection that's right there. No, I don't really see it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's that's just a a very liberal take on the movie. I think they're really going for more of an Orwellian... (laughs) <laughs> modern aren't, america <laughs> aren't they all aren't they yeah. all <laughs> um yeah you have to have your picture out you have to have an offering stuff like that you have to be remembered in order to return to the living world uh you have to be remembered to survive which we'll get into Uh-oh. later you have to have a picture to return well you there yeah, I still got you. You got me? Yeah. Oh, I got uh, you. Just so everyone knows, Wes and I are currently recording this podcast dangling off the edge of a cliff. <laughs> Speaking of dangling off a cliff, we'll be talking about blank check. <laughs> All right, belay on. <laughs> Later on. Uh, so I gave you zero points for this one because you said it's spooky, it's chilling, but it's also fun. I would say the fun aspect is there. The pedals, you know, we see that complete loser trying to get onto the bridge and he falls through the pedals. Um, uh, now, maybe I, maybe I thought about giving you points for fun until you started saying we'll see skeletons climbing out of tombs, then changed your mind to say, you know, in Mexico, most of them are mausoleums, so they're above ground, right? Which took me a lot to not just tell you, no, that's not the case. Well, no, there are a lot of graves. Oh, let me show you. I'm not saying that those graves don't exist. I am saying that those graves are primarily in places below a floodplain so that corpses don't get dredged up from the water. 
They're very prevalent in New Orleans. Sent you a pick. I'm damn right. Give me that point. <laughs> Are you sending me a picture from this movie specifically? Because I'm not giving you a point for saying that they're... Re- yeah, I guess those are raised. They're that's what they're I elevated. mean. That they're they're raised. Okay. Now you specifically said doors the, would open. Yeah, like the. <laughs> it's not like it's not just a gravestone and they're buried like six feet under. It's like there's the the lid of the tomb. The coffin is literally above the surface, and the the body is like inches below the surface look man we didn't see it like that and that was not the focal point of their return do you need all right wes i'm gonna give you your results do you want spoilers or no spoilers no spoilers (laughs) all right that is our Uh, podcast title after all it is our podcast title with a z uh, then I asked, what is banned by the Rivera family and why? You got this one on the nose. What's banned in the Rivera family and why? Music. And it's yep. banned because someone in their family pursued music instead of family. Yep. You nailed it. Don't know how you did it. I was proud of you. <laughs> and, then... and you know what? They were damn right. <laughs> they should have. Music is this arcane tradition <laughs> that humans need to evolve beyond. All right. The Neanderthals made music. We must go further beyond. You know what? If if you're someone who likes music, I'm willing to say you're kind of socially conservative. Let go of the past. Damn. Did you vote for Trump? Did you? <laughs> Honestly. In 2020? I can't believe you. Let's get beyond Uh, it. uh, And then the final open-ended question. Maybe this was mean. The audience could get back to me. I asked you who or what is Coco. (laughs) (laughs) I like the what. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just to really throw you off the scent, I said what. And I think maybe that might have been too much. Definitely. (laughs) But, well, let's just say in retaliation, I have a really tough open-ended question for you in my blank check quiz. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. What is the blank check? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Wes, who's Coco? Coco is Miguel's great-grandmother. Um... She is just a wrinkled mess of a old woman. <laughs> Doesn't she look amazing, though? She does. She... Um, like... I got a lot of vibes. I, it was as someone who's worked in a nursing home for three years. Uh, mm. They got it pretty right. <laughs> just like just the level of senile. <laughs> the level of senile. The. Her, the textures of her skin, like all the wrinkles, the la- she looks so good. Oh, she's a technological marvel. She's fucking hot. She's so hot. <laughs> Miguel's a lucky great. 
Hey, last week we were talking about hot cousins. We didn't get a chance to talk about It's only getting weirder from here, guys. <laughs> we didn't get to talk about a hot ancestor. <laughs> hot surviving oldest ancestor. <laughs> Put in the comments, who's your hottest living oldest ancestor? <laughs> and send us pics. <laughs> You know what? I think we found a second podcast idea, right? <laughs> if I go to hell specifically for this reason, that's fine. I get it. Because I need those picks. <laughs> pleasure. It's all about the pleasure of now. <laughs> but also the then, in a way. Uh, so coming out of open-ended questions, you have one and a half points. Yeah, fine. Whatever. Get I don't exci- need it. <laughs> you don't. Get you excited keep for the next acting like this this is all just some game to you. I could give two shits. <laughs> you have a full time job. You're salaried. You don't need these checks from Raytheon. I need the checks from Raytheon, please. You could keep sending them to the show me the movies pod email address. <laughs> And, well, you know, I need Raytheon, but more as uh, as a defense. Wes keeps the the SAM turrets outside of his apartment. <laughs> yeah, my balcony. On the left side, there's a potted plant. It's a, it's a beautiful ficus. On the right side is a SAM turret. And sometimes I take a flower and I put it in the barrel. So and then know. I fucking shoot that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Just the idea of commercial use Raytheon products. Now on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Coming to Amazon Luna. And Google Stadia. <laughs> Moving on to multiple choice, uh, I asked you, what does Miguel's family do for work? You got it correct. Uh, they make shoes. A much more sensible option, in your opinion. No, no, we need to get beyond footwear as well. That's that's so old. Think about how old shoes are. We need to get beyond it. <laughs> Think about how many people you know that still wear shoes. I don't. We are in a post-post-pandemic world. We're long past it now. Yeah, man. I'm I'm in that new uh, barefoot craze. I'm in the the taking a, an old piece of rubber and super gluing it to the bottom <laughs> of my foot. <laughs> We're future forward. Thanks, Raytheon. You keep us looking forward. They ask us every episode to future-proof the podcast, so <laughs> if if you're wondering why we might be talking a little bit down on the past, that's that's the reason why. I can't wait for people to listen to our podcast 20 <laughs> years from now, kind of like Ray Bradbury novels, and be like, how did they predict? <laughs> how could they burn this podcast? It's so ironic. Uh, the next multiple choice question, how does Miguel try to get a guitar for the talent show? You got that one correct as well. Uh, how did he do it? 
breaks into a tomb, mm-hmm. steals that guitar, strums it, pays the consequences. Just like every soul who still listens to music. <laughs> Don't do it. It's a cautionary tale about music. <laughs> Honestly, though. You drop dead and fall into the shadow realm. <laughs> Man, we're not really talking about this movie. <laughs> hey, we don't talk until the end. It's true. You're not allowed to know how we feel. You're only allowed to get the bits up front. And that's why the podcast is called No Spoilers. <laughs> Subtitle, nothing but the bits. <laughs> <laughs> Colon, we're always on. Can I get the kibbles and bits, please? Hold the kibbles. I just want the bits. Uh, I have the uh, the number six, the kibbles. <laughs> Hold the bits. I just need the bits. No, wait. Six is a Bible and the body and blood of Christ a la mode. <laughs> Which, if you think about it, you could call that the kibbles and bits. Eight will have to be kibbles and bits. We have decided. We'll update the menu. We'll let you folks order online. We're open. We're opening up on DoorDash <laughs> and Gold Belly. Have you ever <laughs> hard tangent now? <laughs> have you? <laughs> Not that you've uh, moved far away from where you lived uh, during your childhood at all. Have you looked at Gold Belly ever? Do you know what the service is? I don't know what Gold Belly is. Basically, it's a way for you to get hometown favorites at whatever location, freezer shipped to you where you are. Uh, so if I wanted a Lou Malnati's deep dish pizza, I would simply have to pay uh, for two pizzas $400. <laughs> or you have to get them shipped in a freezer? They're not shipped in a freezer, but they're shipped in like special airtight uh, okay. cooled packages. And so that is what contributes to the cost a lot. And I don't think that they have their own carriers. So they have to go through a very specific organization. And it's just so expensive to get anything shipped. You can get ice cream through them, too. So that's, I guess, you know, credit to their free frozen technology. But, like, I'm not going to pay $120 for, like, six cups of ice cream from New York City. Yeah, especially when, like, the old, you know, cone of ice cream, two scoops, put it in an old Amazon box, ship it, works just fine. Still works. Andy dandy. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> works just fine. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what were we even talking about? Guitar, the Next. guitar was stolen. The guitar. All right, next question. Which Mexican slash Mexican-American artist plays a recurring role in Miguel's adventure? You got this correct as well. Who is it? It's Frida, baby. It's, it's Frida, baby. Um, And I asked you what her relationship <clears throat> was like with Miguel. How would you describe it now, having seen the movie? It's friendly. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say they're acquaintances. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it, it it's 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 okay it's friendly it's not antagonistic at all she she appreciates his ideas and his perspective yeah but it's just like 
acquaintances at worst, coworkers at best. Yeah. Um, and boy, did they really run with the whole unibrow joke. They sure. Well, I mean, Frida Kahlo, that really was her thing. Yeah, but how many times do we have to be reminded <laughs> in this movie? How many people rip off a unibrow? As many times as it takes. Um, so I give you two points for that question. Because you said their relationship would be fine. He's a good ki- kid. Kind of vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll go with that. Uh, and then... Multiple choice number four. How does Miguel get into Ernesto de la Cruz's big party? Again, nailed it. He did not fall for any of the fake options which do exist in the movie. Which are that he gets in because he's family. He's explicitly not family. Yeah. Despite what he thinks. Uh, That he wins the undead talent show. He don't win that. Uh, It's all a scam. Or... Yeah, or that uh, he's alive and people would just think that's cool. Um, he's not supposed to tell people that. And no one thinks it's cool. People are terrified of it. I'm not even talking about the movie anymore. <laughs> Everyone wishes he was dead. <laughs> just get on with it. His family can't wait to see him again. They're like, oh, Miguel, come visit us. You have to die. <laughs> I want to see a Pixar movie adaptation of that one Twilight Zone episode where the grandmother, right before she dies, gives her grandson a a toy phone, and then he talks to her through the toy phone after her death, and she's just begging him to come join her in the afterlife, so he tries to drown himself. (laughs) That's so scary. I I never got to that one. Give me that, Pixar. (laughs) Please, there honestly, there could be a Pixar short about that in the future, <laughs> just with the the theming that Pixar shorts get sometimes. And then to give us a sequel to that fucking volcano short, man, that was so fucking I, awesome. I hate that one. Have you seen the volcano one that came before Moana? Admit, Mm-mm. it was uh before. Inside Out. Oh, that's right. That makes sense. And that makes sense as well because Moana is not a Pixar movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and I should know that. Just like how Planes isn't a Pixar movie either. Everyone fucking thinks it is, it's, but it's not. It just takes place in the universe, but made by a different studio. <laughs> and starring Dane Cook. Hell yeah. Uh, and then the final multiple choice question. What kills Ernesto de la Cruz? Unfortunately, this is the only one where you received no points. You had said that he would be hit by a tour bus. And I have no idea what you elaborated because my notes here just say, Ham a C-C-E-R-S. R-O-E. Mmm. Listeners of the pod know, get your decoder rings out, (laughs) and you will get the promo code for our 
for Raytheon for your next <laughs> Raytheon purchase. <laughs> I'm sorry if you didn't click the link at the end of the episode description last week. That was how I was collecting information to send out decoder rings. Um, if you didn't get one, I'm sorry that uh, you just won't be able to figure this one out. You'll have to buy your missiles full price. <laughs> at full price. <laughs> free shipping. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's always free shipping. He, on. He's killed free by a bell. <laughs> Big bell falls on him. Two times. Hit me two times. Bong, bong. Uh, but does Big Bell kill him the second time? No. The only way he can die then is if he's forgotten. <laughs> which does raise an interesting question, which we could bring up later. Do you think anyone in the in in, in the afterlife ever let him out from under the bell? Hmm. You know, I'm sure a couple people did who uh, rail against cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got to wait for <laughs> for John Cleese and Mr. Bean to get there. Oh, I'm sure there's plenty of people who have died from COVID <laughs> who will save him. <laughs> like, don't worry, buddy. I was killed by cancel culture, too. <laughs> So moving out of this section, you have a total of six and a half points. You really did a bang-up job on your multiple choice. You have to patronize me. I don't need this. I will. <laughs> got Raytheon. You don't need anyone else. I got a wife and kids. How many? How many? What are the names? You can't even remember. When's the last time you saw your kids? Someone hasn't watched my episode of Dateline, where it's revealed <laughs> I have three secret families. <laughs> I know you just found out who Lil Nas X is. Do you see that he's going on Maury? <laughs> no, what the fuck? Why is he on Maury? I think just for fun. It looks like he's having a great time. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, the next question. True or false, all music in this movie, including background music, is organic. Uh, in that you can see whoever's playing it when it's playing. You said true, and that it would be very cool. That sure would be cool if it was true. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I I honestly wasn't paying close enough attention to be able to tell. Hard to see that much detail when you're watching a movie on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. I went home for the weekend, and I didn't break my computer, okay? I just realized yesterday I needed to watch Coco. My mom's smart TVs are six years old and don't carry Disney Plus. They're not even the kind that you can uh, cast to? No. <laughs> he is saying that knowing full well he could have done it. No, no. The only, oh, really? You can't? No. The only casting thing in my mom's house is down in the basement where my brother, brother, my brother lives. <laughs> my big brother. <laughs> Sorry, you just got a hint of how I talk when I go home. <laughs> That's what happens when you're the baby. Oh, baby, wish we needs a week. Gotta love him. The next true or false question 
Hector died from choking on chorizo. Uh, you said false, that he was bullied to death, and that he was canceled <laughs> to death. <laughs> I do imagine this is around where you fell asleep. No, I fell asleep. I didn't even make it. When I looked at the timestamp, I remembered exactly where I left off, and I made it 35 minutes into this movie. <laughs> oh, the action had not even begun. No, we had just gotten to the point where Miguel started running away from his dead family. <laughs> That's early. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How did Hector die? Choking a chorizo. Did, no. Yeah, Ernesto de la Cruz tried to save him. There's nothing he could do. And he's he just bought went into on. The, he's, he's bought in. <laughs> went on to become one of the most successful musicians. As soon as Wes dies, he's running to that bell. He's trying to save Ernesto de la Cruz. What a voice. What a set of pipes. <laughs> Look, he may not have had the uh, writing chops, but we can't say that he couldn't sing. Hey, who said that he didn't write his own? He wrote all of his songs (laughs) and performed them. So you did get the point. Hector did not die from choking on chorizo. Unless Wes wants to continue down this path. Uh. Uh, Yeah, he was murdered. It's the first (laughs) time that I've heard a Pixar movie say the word murder. <laughs> it was honestly shocking to see it the first time I watched this movie. You watch Hector fully die from poisoning. <laughs> and it's funny. It's I cried laughing. It's so fucking good. The next question this was just to really bullshit you because you still think that animals talk in Disney movies. <laughs> and so I love to give you the red meat question of a talking animal. Um, so I asked you, Miguel's dog Dante can only speak in the realm of the dead. You did say true. <laughs> he speaks with his heart. <laughs> he does. I do love Dante. Dante is one of my favorite Disney animals. I love the texture of Dante. I want to touch him. (laughs) Uh, He reminds me very much of Anxious Dog. Mm, Yeah. In that he doesn't work. I, yeah, his tongue is... mm. I just want to kiss. I want to know what it would be like to kiss him. I want to know what it's like to touch Yaba. <laughs> to touch Dante. <laughs> Wes is going to fully turn into that, but for Dante. <laughs> um. I asked you if dead people can die. It's time for us to talk about this. You did say true. Uh, I asked you what it's like, and you said it would be shocking, humbling, (laughs) and just getting the job done. I would say all of that is true. (laughs) When we see the first dead person die, 
It was shocking. <laughs> it was I, what was the second one? Humbling. I would say it is humbling because you realize that there, it's not just like a free for all. Once you die, like you still have stakes in the real world, and now, uh, comedy it does aside, get the job done. Comedy aside, and I I could give you a full point for that. I did give you a quarter point, uh, of a of a bonus point for that. <laughs> Uh, I I do want to know your genuine feelings on that scene. The first time we see someone die. The first time we see someone die as a dead person. Um, humbling. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, it was. It was definitely a stakes raiser. In the movie, um, it was cool seeing like the 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 design on the bones light mm. up that was a cool effect and you know it made me care about a character that i wouldn't otherwise give a fuck about <laughs> he does i don't even remember if he has a name i'm pretty sure he does this man that dies um but you know shame on miguel for looting a dead man's <laughs> <laughs> he does <laughs> He loots a dead, dead man's guitar simply because no one remembered. <laughs> Reminds me of me playing any video game. <laughs> um, I love that scene. It's 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 gut. It's a gut punch for me. Yeah, it's a good scene. Pixar, um, you've but we don't done talk- it again. <laughs> done. <laughs> that's one of Miguel's core memories seeing a man fade away forever no that's not the core memory the core memory is stealing that guitar baby Miguel has a whole island dedicated to stealing guitars his imaginary friend's yeah. just a thief <laughs> and it looks like him I wish everyone's imaginary friend was just a shade of themselves reminds me with a backwards hat <laughs> call him cool Ethan He's everything I wish I could be Mine's me but with like larger glasses <laughs> His name's Cool. <laughs> hey, he's from the seventies. <laughs> oh, they're sunglasses? No, no, just the glasses were bigger back then. That was the trend. <laughs> Do I give you the full point? It makes things mathematically hard if I give you the full point. <laughs> For what? For the bonus on this. I'm not going to do it. I already gave you some points back, and I have to change this. Oh, no. If I do that, then... Dude, this is so hard. This is the hardest thing I've ever done. Okay, I'll give you the full two points for that. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Da-na-na-na. 
Um, the next question. <coughs> there are two. <laughs> what is he doing with that part in the song? <laughs> Down to the Sickness is an amazing song. I'm, I'm not going to talk shit, but there are some bold choices in it <laughs> that don't hold up on close inspection. Uh, I asked you, there are two instances of someone being booed as soon as they walk on stage, or booed on stage. Uh, you said true. I'm pretty sure there's only one, unless you can remember a second one. Mm, no, other than my own reactions. <laughs> I will say I did boo anytime Miguel stepped on stage. He's just a boy. <laughs> he deserves it. He should know to sit down. And again, music, that was yesterday. That's yesterday's news, kid. Find something new. You... Build an iPad. I don't know. Your family should have been getting into iPads. <laughs> what? What if Miss Abuelita was like, no iPads? <laughs> takes his prototype iPad and smashes it on the ground. Fully changed. It's not music. He's like, it's because you are always on your iPad. <laughs> adding these new applications. We make shoes. <laughs> Some tech bro right now is doing that, making their NFT movie. <laughs> Tim Rogers said that making fun of NFTs is punching down because the people who are invested in them are not intelligent enough to defend them. <laughs> and I was like, is he correct? Should I stop? No, I won't. Because they have the money to be fucking doing it. <laughs> they have the money to be doing it. They are literally killing the environment every day. Yes. Um, and you can punch down on people who are stupid if they have no, if they have money, if they, if they're of means, go for it. Find your richest friend, break their leg. And you know what? You can just punch down. Mm-hmm. It's kind of downer a... cut. <laughs> I love a good downer cut. It really hurts my wrists, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's not good for the shoulder. <laughs> but it was their fault. They do legally have to pay for the insurance. It messes with your mental health. <laughs> Too many downer cuts can send you spiraling into depression, and that's why this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Owned by Wraith. <laughs> <laughs> Now owned by Raytheon, in case you didn't know. <laughs> Just dipping their toes into the healthcare industry. I feel like this is our third episode where we talk about Raytheon, so we might actually be in trouble. Doing more for them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because we're not talking about them enough. They're going to pull the sponsorship. <laughs> And we did sign away our souls in our contract. Small. Well, they paid. They paid me in seven <laughs> NFTs. So. 
I'm redacting the name. I don't want them to get any publicity at all. You, anyone who's listening, you all know which NFT I'm talking about. I just don't want anyone to know about them. <laughs> Fucking Jimmy Fallon just bummed. Did he? I feel like I yeah. keep hearing that they're like being distributed a lot in Hollywood. Probably. Well, guess what? They're all worthless. Yeah. But when you think about it, like the dollar bill's worthless, <laughs> man. It's just a piece of paper. Dude, just think about it. <laughs> and you know what? Smarter people have, and they said that it is worth something. <laughs> it's not what I say when I go to BMO Harris every Saturday. I don't even, they're not my bank. <laughs> I just try to get them to think. <laughs> I pass them a cup of Java, and I make them think. I don't think about the word Java often <laughs> enough, but I think I'm going to start using it more. You know what you also don't do enough of? Just think. Talk about Raytheon? <laughs> <laughs> Just think, man. And the, f- <laughs> the final true or false question. At the end of the movie, the big bad is one of the most hated people on Earth. You did say true. Wes, you want to weigh in on this? I guess... On Earth? I don't know. I'm not... In that town. Yeah, I guess... As far as we're aware. Yeah, Yeah, then yes, he is most hated. Um, I'm honestly surprised that they didn't tear down his tomb. They just... Everyone goes there to graffiti it. Yeah, and have teenage sex. I've always wanted to do it in a mausoleum. <laughs> oh, wait until Coco 2. <laughs> I thought you were going to say wait until COVID 2. <laughs> I think I've done a really good job of masking my feelings on this movie. I think so too. Oh, that's that's just fully wrong. I haven't added your score together yet, but I did at the end. Uh, I said that he was, is is one of the most hated people on Earth, so I did give you the point. Yeah. And then finally, the <laughs> screenshot question. Uh, I gave you a point. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> and I think I was really stretching it. You said it was skeleton Frida Kahlo. I gave you half a point. There's nothing there to tell you that it's not, but it isn't. Right. And then (laughs) the only other point that I could give you really was that the teardrop isn't real (laughs) because it's a projection and (laughs) that it's during a music performance. It's not, but it's going to be. (laughs) So all that together, I just gave you another half point. Sure. I'm not sure what, when this screenshot takes place i don't know what it is it's towards the beginning it's pretty early in the movie so it's uh so i would assume you were probably sleepy it's it's i think the first time that he runs away from his family in the afterlife okay and then he accidentally sneaks through frida kahlo's workshop where she's like putting together her stuff for the performance All right, 
It's time for the spoilers. It's time for your score. You received 11 and a half total points. Damn. I'm killing it this season. Yeah, so no complaining. You've done well. Oh, I'm so hot, and I need a break from talking. So let me cut to an ad break. <laughs> I was I was listening on my way to Madison and back. I was listening to Joey's podcast, and I was like, "Man, they do a good job of filling in silences." <laughs> I was like, "And I really don't <laughs> any, in any meaningful way." I always just look wait. if we had a. <laughs> If we had a third person here, we might be able to do it. And our, on our guest episodes, I would say we're usually able to do it. You're just not the one doing it. <laughs> you, I actually find myself during our guest episodes of like, man, I'm not talking much. <laughs> and is it, are you threatened? Am I push, Is it me? Am I, am I making it so that you don't want to talk? So I don't think I'm really that funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's pushing his fingers together. Which means ouch in uh ASL. That's how that's what I feel, Ethan. I feel ouch. He feels ouch. <laughs> ET? <laughs> Can you re- let's redo ET now now at the end of the movie he goes ouch <laughs> in ASL. It's meant to be kind of like a cliffhanger. Yeah, he's just a little horny, but also, ouch. Elliot! Alright, Wes. Coco. Would you watch it again? Hell yeah, this is an awesome movie. This is, like, in my top five of Pixar movies now. This is this is a great movie. Even though I had to space it apart, I still was able to follow along everything that was going on. The story's not hard to follow. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, In a good yeah. way. It's, there's no, like, really fat around the edges. It's really, it's a lean story. It's uh, just bones. (laughs) 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 What if, what if that was that good of a joke? Uh, But there's, a lot of the characters are good. A lot of great themes in it. It doesn't feel like there's any cash grab elements that have been a part of uh a lot of pixar movies over the past 10 years uh, mm-hmm. in fact i feel like they would have trouble making toys from this movie outside of the dog uh yeah Maybe i would say guitar. the dog the other ale Hebre, the big cat one yeah. they've made those toys for some reason, they sell Miguel and Hector toys. I don't know if they ever go off the shelves. They're not. They don't look particularly good, in my opinion. I guess my one gripe with this movie is is it never explains what the fuck is a spirit guide. No idea. Like what? What's their role? Or like what? How do you get one? What? What are hey man, they? What are they? That's not your culture. You don't know. I mean that's fair. Learn ab- <laughs> learn about the culture. That's on you, man. Do your homework. When I this... saw Inside Out, I didn't have to do any homework at all. <laughs> oh no! Why is this white girl sad? 
and why is being sad a bad thing? So yeah, I would re- uh recee rescind my review of Coco. But no, it it was a good movie. I would rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Uh I would also rewatch it. I watch it all the time. The first time I watch it, I cried a little bit, and I think the tears in this movie were pretty well earned. Um it I was just a, a at the end of the day, it's a very tight family story with a lot of good pulls from culture. And maybe I'm not the person to talk about this, but I think it was done pretty tastefully. Rigoletto says that he he really likes this movie. So Mm -hmm. he's part Mexican, so I imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember studying the Day of the Dead in school and from what I learned, it's personally it's my preferred way to look at death and the afterlife because i think it's just nicer and it makes sense um but yeah i love this movie my one of my close childhood friends at seeing uh coco's memory slipping away she was just fully bawling and i was like yeah that's a just a good moment um yeah, I would say this movie made me want to watch, sit down and watch every Pixar movie and rank them. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I've railed against rank, <laughs> <laughs> I really do feel tempted to sit down and watch every Pixar movie because I do think Coco. I feel like for me, Up would be up there mm-hmm. as like probably number one for me, but Coco Up is. Coco, I think, would be maybe second to up. Yeah, I I would not fault you for that. Usually people's top five usually people's top five Pixar movies, I would say, are quite similar. They're like the the first ones that came out, typically. Well, I would say that Bugs people Life do number one. Put, like, up. <laughs> <laughs> Ants number two. <laughs> and Ant Bully number three. <laughs> It's crazy how just on ants <laughs> Pixar was for their early years. They were like, I love bugs, but mostly ants. No, but people are mostly like Up, Coco, Toy Story 3. Um, Wally. Finding Nemo. Wally, I find to be contentious oh, interesting. in the circles I run in. But uh, I personally, I'm, I'm all right on Wally. And cars too. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Mater. <laughs> Get her done, cars too. Where was Mater in Coco? <laughs> you know what I was actually waiting for? I was like, okay, how the fuck are they gonna get that guy who voices Ham in this movie? <laughs> how are they gonna do it tastefully? <laughs> and you know what? I don't think they did. I don't think they got him in at all. I think no, I'm pretty sure no, he's in the movie. He plays what he plays someone that works in the like customs office. Okay. Yeah, so he's in real briefly. <laughs> I was like, they better not like, just give him some role when this is largely a movie about Hispanic culture. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine he was a big character. <laughs> 
Like, they had this whole plan for him to play Dante the whole time. And they were like, no, 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 Don can't talk. Don can't talk. Don't do it. <laughs> he was going to play Miguel. <laughs> and do something he was really sing Poco Loco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, of course, I feel like we already know our answers. Would you show this movie to a child you're babysitting? Absolutely. Yeah. I probably would too. I would make the I would make a kid watch this. I this this is a movie I'm like, no, you're watching this one. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I've been experiencing a lot of when kids come up to me for book recommendations in my libraries, I'm always like, Oh, read this book. This is so great and then describe oh, it and hold on. Like, oh, okay. And then they take it and then they walk like to the other side of the room and I see them just put it down on a table and leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bummer oh man uh so you, I, I don't know how often you interact with young kids but like you'll try to show them something that's really important to you and then they'll just get up and walk out of the room it's just so disappointing i interact with little kids all the time well i meant before this current like you know what fuck i was overstepping my bounds yeah, <laughs> that was on you. me and I deserve that. But yeah, go watch Coco. And if you have if you've already watched it, go watch it again. It's still good. And it's better on rewatch. Check it out in Spanish, uh, because the voice acting is also really good. The mouth flaps don't match, um, but the songs uh are still really impactful. Watch it on tape. Oh yeah, you know normally... better on tape. It's better it's better on VHS. <laughs> better on your phone. It really preserves the quality. <laughs> the colors really pop on uh Galaxy Note 5. <laughs> Wes, normally you don't like uh, musicals. How do you feel about the, the music in this one? This is fine. This this is what I mean by like a, um, what I like about the musicals that I like, the songs are organic. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're driving the plot forward and in this case like they're... Really couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, a movie in which it's like Rocket Man. Like it, there's there's concerts. <laughs> like you can't. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a movie about a musician. There's gonna be singing in it. Hmm. Um. God, I love that last number, Yorona, with Ernesto de la Cruz and uh, what's her name? The great grandma. Is great great like grandma. No, it's not Amelia. It starts with an I. Esmer. Imelda? Imelda, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Just the way that whole scene is choreographed just looks amazing. Mm-hmm. It's Imelda. I could, I could gush about this movie forever, oh, but I won't. One more thing. Why the fuck, when Grandma Coco becomes a skeleton, why didn't she have <laughs> yeah, any scene so with her late husband? <laughs> She's all over her dad, but... When they walk across the bridge, her late husband is like two people away from her. Like, yeah, was that marriage? I mean, I I give it some credit. I'm like, her dad was gone for most of her life, so she's finally getting to spend time but with you him. Think she would at but least not hold even a hello. <laughs> I understand it's been one year later in the afterlife, but, like, still. I was expecting uh, a kiss, maybe even something more. It, like a kiss, and then she walks off to go or hang he, out like, with her dad. Or feel. <laughs> Smacks her bone ass. 
how much of a bummer is it that when you die in this universe, you have no ass. You are the. You have first of all, you have no ass. Second of all, you are the age that you were when you died. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying, Miguel. Grandma Coco's <laughs> calling you on that phone, <laughs> telling you to drown, Miguel. <laughs> And choose drowning the mo- one of the most painful ways to die. <laughs> Raytheon tells you to choose drowning. Uh, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with blank check. You sure don't want to choose missile death. <laughs> choose Raytheon so you don't have to choose again. <laughs> In the future, when Raytheon runs our healthcare system, they'll be choosing rockets as humane <laughs> euthanasia. <laughs> I need my booster shots, more like rocket booster shots. <laughs> Which just means you get shot with a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, flu season's coming up. <laughs> like the flu won't be being passed around this year <laughs> we're back super spreader of it. <laughs> war is a crime all war whoa 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 i know i said music is a thing of the past but war <laughs> i'm not that liberal yet <laughs> Flowers are temporary. War is forever. <laughs> Give your special someone something permanent this year. Every kiss begins Start a with war Raytheon. On. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking Blake check. <laughs> Building out the Raytheon extended universe <laughs> once they control all things. It's just a nightmare. And it's gonna happen, so just let's talk, let's talk about blank check, please. <laughs> oh, you're gonna regret asking that. Alright. So Ethan, why haven't you seen blank check and what do you know about blank check? <laughs> oh man i i know almost nothing about blank check um i think i've heard the title once i'm pretty sure that it's very similar to richie rich which is uh what's i can't remember his name Jonathan, a Jonathan Lipnicki movie? That's not the right kid. Are you talking about the kid from Seventh Heaven? Uh, no, Jonathan Lipnicki is from Stuart Little. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking about the kid from... Macaulay Culkin? Uh, no, I'm not thinking of Macaulay Culkin. Oh, Richie Rich is a Macaulay Culkin movie. The first one is, and the second one is um, the kid from Home Improvement, I think. Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Okay, we're going to have to look Simba? this up. Simba? None of this has anything to do with my joke. 
I watched both Richie Rich movies when I was 17 years old. I just want to say that. And there's, it's too old to be watching Richie Rich. Anyways. I think I, think I am thinking of Jonathan Lipnicki in something else, and I have no idea why. Now, Even though I think, and I'm wrong, that Jonathan Lipnicki is the kid that was in uh, Christmas Story. Richie Rich's Christmas Wish, which is the sequel, is played by David Gallagher, who is Simon in (gasps) Seventh Heaven. I was right the first time. And Riku in Kingdom Hearts. God. (laughs) God. Uh, Thank you for putting that together for me, because now I gotta go watch that. All right, blank check. It's about a kid who becomes rich, I'm assuming, via finding a blank check. So there's no addressed name on a check that he finds for, let's say, $10 million, which is a lot in the 80s? 90s. This is a 90s movie. And then he just writes his name in, he takes it to the bank, and he's like, I'm a little millionaire! And then he just spends it irresponsibly. Uh, I imagine there's some woman caretaker that is hired that's like, I gotta make sure this kid doesn't spend his money wrong. And she's, like, really nice. She's the Miss Honey of the movie, but uh, he doesn't like her because she wants him to be responsible. Okay. I gotta find the screen grab real quick. I lost it. Oh, I'll also guess that the company that originally wrote the check is like hunting him down, a la Home Alone. Okay. A la Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> okay, found it. All right. What are the four things on Preston the Kid's birthday list? <laughs> one of those uh one of those little electric jeeps that you could drive around your yard in <laughs> kid sized jeep some crazy video game thing this which is what he <laughs> explicitly requests <laughs> and for his mom and dad not to get a divorce <laughs> Mom and dad, no divorce. And what's the fourth thing? Fourth? I think yeah. he only got three. No, four. There's four things on his birthday list. Okay. McDonald's, but all of it. <laughs> but all of it? Yes. <laughs> the McDonald's menu. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're thinking too small. <laughs> the corporation, Wesley. McDonald's industry. <laughs> You're thinking, you're still thinking Richie Rich. I'm thinking blank check. (laughs) What kind of water activity do do Preston and Shay do on their date? Already don't like this. He's a child. He should not be on a date. Water activity. He is wealthy, so part of me wants to say water polo. I'll give you three guesses. Okay. So water polo. Water water polo. (sighs) Ethan's thinking of all the kinds of water activities. Weird that your first one's water polo. (laughs) And you know what? (laughs) Second guess is always the better one. 
a little bit more grounded, swimming. <laughs> what a lame question. <laughs> the answer is just, just there's swimming laps. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes in the 3D chess, if we ain't seen nothing yet, I assume that you assume that I will pick the worst answer possible. <laughs> it's sometimes the worst answer is swimming. <laughs> And then underwater basket weaving. Okay. Look, the craze of every improviser, sketch comedian, and, uh, you know, late night talk show host talking about underwater basket weaving had to start somewhere, and I'm guessing it was with blank check. Fair enough. What does Preston wish for when he blows out his candles? I want to be big. <laughs> And then Zoltar appears. I want to be big. I want to be rich. I want to be famous. I want to be a star. I want to make movies. <laughs> I want to grow up. Who, who does that song? Reba. Uh, what's the... <laughs> okay, this is the question that... I will give you five points if you can get it right. <laughs> I needed to include this on the quiz upon rewatching this movie this afternoon. <laughs> it's a throwaway throwaway line that has no place in this movie. <laughs> and this is more for all of you listeners who have watched Blank Check. <laughs> really try and get this question right. What's the story Juice tells of his dog? Tells of how his dog, Old King Cole, died. <laughs> this is crazy. So I'm just going to go as wild as I possibly can. And by that, I mean completely dial it in. <laughs> uh, first of all, his name is Juice. have to think about the implications of that. Potentially the bad ones. You wouldn't be far off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's OJ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that wasn't the question. <laughs> I know, but uh, I just went there. Oh, he did not just go there. <laughs> <laughs> These are the types of uh, times that I wish we had a live studio audience. They would have loved it. Mm-hmm. If anyone wants us to do a Weasney live, it's pre- it's not feasible in any way, but it would be fun. We could do a fundraiser for one of us to get flown out to the other. And uh, let's take a vote. Which city is better for a live show? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. For a smaller venue, probably. Yeah. We couldn't. I don't know. I say that as though I haven't gone to many small venues in Los Angeles. Honestly, we would probably need to uh, do a larger fundraiser to fly out some of our fans from Australia and (laughs) Germany. Russia. Germany. And you know what? If you're listening, we'll get you out here. But you have to pay for the show to start. Basically just refund the price of a ticket or less. What does Juice say happened to his dog? Is his dog dead? Did you say yes, that? the dog is okay. dead. Old King Cole. 
Old King Cole. How did Old King Cole die? Old King Cole climbed up the chimney, fell down the roof, bounced off the trampoline, survived, fell into the neighbor's pool, and drowned. Remember Banjo-Kazooie when you fight Old King Cole and he's in the train engine and you have to shoot ice eggs into his mouth so that he freezes and then you beak buster forward and then he shatters and he goes, Neither do I. Okay, multiple choice. Where does Preston get his money from? A, a blank check from Grandma. Raytheon. B, a blank (laughs) check from a criminal. Ooh. See a blank check from a sympathetic banker. Okay. Or D, a suitcase with money in it. <laughs> I like the idea that there's a suitcase with money in it. And he's like, I'm no rube. I'll take the check. <laughs> um, Criminal. I-, I think this movie was still trying to crib some home alone shit all right what does preston say when he sees a statue of atlas carrying the globe at the bank okay a i know how you feel (laughs) as a young white man in america i know how you feel b i want a body like that c he must get all the babes. Or D, he says nothing like a normal person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All of the options you provided tell me, I'm not going to like Preston, am I? (laughs) So I'm going to go with C, the one that makes me like him the least. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He must get all the babes. What is the name of the fictional millionaire Preston makes up? A. Mr. Macintosh. Okay. B. Mr. Bandicoot. Like Crash? Mm hmm. Cool. C. Mr. Freeze. <laughs> or D. Mr. Mastercard. Oh, boy. Those last three are. Tough to say no to. <laughs> what would a dumb child... <laughs> what, a, what would a dumb, idiot, useless <laughs> child who listens to music say is the answer here? Hey, I never said he was conservative. <laughs> well, you basically just told me. <laughs> He read a comic. It's Mr. Freeze. I don't... Uh, I hate myself. <laughs> I want to see my great-grandma. <laughs> I have to drown. For those of you just tuning into this half of the episode, sorry for the references. We're also going to talk about Raytheon a lot. What is Preston's dad most upset about when Preston moves down the street? A, his son is becoming a hungry, money-hungry monster. Let's <laughs> just said hungry monster. <laughs> his son's too hungry, and he will never be sated. He's hangry. 
B, his son is making more money than he ever will. C, his something we all fear as men. His son's security is preventing him from talking to Preston. Okay. Or D, he can't get out of his driveway because of the moving trucks. Ooh, okay. So C is the most like reasonable answer for mm-hmm. some movie shenanigans. D is like that right level of pettiness <laughs> that almost makes me convinced that you wrote it, but also could be in the movie. So I'm going to go D. All right. Which is not a way Preston foils each bad guy at the end. Mm-hmm. A, pelting a guy with a baseball pitching machine. God, this really is just Home Alone. B. Which I realize that Richie Rich is also just Home Alone. I've never seen it, but I know enough. Are you going to see the new Home Alone that's coming out? I saw the trailer for it. Uh, no, thank you. I'll watch it, but I'll be saying, mm-mm. Hey, I also learned uh, last weekend, I forgot to mention it. CI Ape is out. <laughs> which is... Okay, yeah. Which is not a way Preston foils each bad guy at the end, pelting a guy with a ba- baseball pitching machine. B, pushing a guy in a cage into a pool. That's so scary. <laughs> C, putting a VR headset onto a guy's head. That'd work on me. Or it's a virtual boy. He has an epileptic seizure and dies. <laughs> or D, paying a guy off with $500 cash. <laughs> it's the last guy. He's like, look, I came here for the million, but I'll take 500 <laughs> Um, He's not going to put a virtual reality helmet on someone to stop them. That... D- <laughs> He actually gets killed in the VR world, and that means he dies in real life. <laughs> he puts a VR headset on, and then you just see blood dripping <laughs> down his face like something's happening to his eye. He drops to his knees, and he slumps to the side. And then the the half of the head that the VR headset's on slides off because his head's been cut in half. <laughs> There's a big red screen as the goggles fall to the floor and just says, Game over. <laughs> we should write a horror movie <laughs> called Richie Rich. <laughs> True or false? Not even blank check, too. <laughs> Richie Rich versus blank check. I'm an alien versus name. predator, <laughs> but they didn't have the forethought to name this movie after Preston, unless he legally changes his name to Blank Check, <laughs> which is a power move. Blank and- P Check. He keeps Preston as his middle name. <laughs> yeah, it's B L A N C. Last name C H E Q U E. Blank P Check. <laughs> True or false, there is no kissing between an adult and a child in this movie. 
Okay. Unfortunately, I need you to clarify. <laughs> when you say no kissing between an adult and a child, yes. do forehead kisses count? No, I'm or talking like on, the on the lips. Your lip-to-lip contact. I'm talking on the lips. <laughs> Preston's father will kiss him on the lips. Okay. True Preston's true. dad. Or, wait, no. It's false, though. Because you said no kissing. Okay, yeah, false. And I think there will be kissing. Unfortunately. <laughs> Do you know that in Sonic 2006, Sonic kisses a human woman? Well, I always thought there was kind of a will-they-won't-they they vibe between him and Eggman. Well, that's... Come on, but we never knew they were going to... Well, you know, in the comic... Or not in the comics, but in the Sonic the Hedgehog Bible, he and, Son- uh, he and Eggman were roommates. Whatever. <laughs> True or false, Henry Preston's chauffeur is played by Andy Richter. Now I'm like, is this Richie Rich? (laughs) (laughs) Richie Rich. Richter Rich. (laughs) Richie Richter. Richie Richter. But uh, true, Andy Richter is in blank check. Why not? Name a good movie Andy Richter has been in. (laughs) True or false, Preston and Henry eat garbage bins full of ice cream. Absolutely. All right. This is the truth. True or false, the fancy steakhouse Preston takes Shay to is called Steak Heaven. False. I agree that they go to a place called Steak Heaven. I do not agree that it is a fancy (laughs) steakhouse. (laughs) Okay. True or false? The amount of places in Japan that I can guarantee you are called Steak Heaven <laughs> is high. True or false? Preston's bully's name is Spike. Okay. All right. Accessing my memory palace. I know that there are a thousand bullies named Spike, but would blank check truly be so unoriginal (laughs) as to take the name of the bully from Doug, the dog from Rugrats, (laughs) the demon, er, the vampire from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Would they do that? Would they? And the answer is no. False. Wow. It's Wesley. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're sucked into the world of blank check. And if you die in blank check, <laughs> I get sucked into the shadow <laughs> True or false, the bad guys threaten Preston's bully by dangling him over the side of a skyscraper. <laughs> false. Let's let's say you're off a bridge. Okay. Say hello to your great-grandmother for me. <laughs> She's been calling for you. You'll be sleeping. Here's the phone. Here's the sleeping with the grandmothers. All right, new shirt. 
Oh no, this goes more into our weird incest loop. Yeah, like, no, this should not be a shirt, because with no context, it really means something else. Sleeping with grandmothers. Instead, if we could please have Wes, uh, like Mokuba, (laughs) trapped in a spinning (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh card. (laughs) Which I think he would actually really like to wear. I would, I would wear that. Alright, I've sent you the screen grab. This is a bunch of graves. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, so, Ethan, Jesus. I think the first thing I want you to tell me is how does this scene make you feel? <laughs> Angry? <laughs> Angry is number one. Uncomfortable is number two. Which is a uh, sentiment shared by, would you say, Sue is the woman's name? Shay. <laughs> Shay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Shay and Preston are sitting in the back of a limousine. Currently passing a purple light. <laughs> <laughs> the fabled fourth traffic signal. <laughs> Which I realize is a green light tinted. And Preston's really putting on the moves. <laughs> He is ready to move in for a kiss. This is not Beans from the Even Stevens. <laughs> but I'm sure that kid could have played this character. Yeah, Maybe not at the same time, but it would have worked. Uh, he's wearing a gaudy modern art shirt, which I am certain that we watched him purchase in a montage <laughs> earlier in the movie. <laughs> The dress that Shay is wearing, however, is her own. Although Preston did buy her something much worse. <laughs> Would you like to elaborate? He bought just this skinny black tube top <laughs> that is too short. He is a horny boy. They're coming back from their date. Which almost makes this worse, because, like, why did she get back in the limo? (laughs) This is, like, long after a conversation over dinner. I shouldn't have said that. That's wrong. Some bad guys are coming to intercept. Which will finally make Shay love Preston. (laughs) So, okay, that is the end of Blank Check. Uh, or is it? <laughs> Stay tuned for <laughs> Richie Rich versus Blanc Check. Blanc P. Check. All right. I just want you to know as you're watching this that this is a movie my family had on VHS and that I watched probably a couple dozen times <laughs> as a child. So as you were watching this movie, there was plenty that you remembered. No, I had really blocked most of this movie out. <laughs> I remember emotions that I had <laughs> during this movie as a kid, such as times that I felt uncomfortable or felt like the stakes were too high for children. 
I should say I know that this movie is like infamously bad. Like people have panned this movie. It is awful. Personally, I'm not 100% excited to see it. Wes has done nothing to reassure me that it's going to be a good time. (laughs) Frankly, I'm not sure when I'm going to watch it or when I'll have the window to do so. But I I must. (laughs) Because this show does not take a break. And neither will your Raytheon Sam turret. (laughs) Now retailing for $4.99.99 a month. Through Amazon Prime. And Google Stadia. What is Google Stadia? <laughs> is, is is now is me talking about it the first time you've heard of it? Yeah, I've never heard of Google Stadia. Google Stadia is. Hey, you can tune out. I might delete this. Wes, you let me know. Google Stadia oh, is their cloud yeah. streaming gaming platform. Uh-huh. Yeah, where it's like a it's like a Google Chromecast and a controller, right? Um, no, because it's a website. The gotcha. The data is not stored in the controller. It's all on a website. You can purchase a controller, but you also don't have to. <laughs> uh, basically, you can play any game like a browser game streaming if you want 30 seconds of input lag. <laughs> it's a bad system. I'm pretty sure they dropped it, <laughs> but we'll see. Hey, no, I just saw three days ago, there's an article, Google adds five Stadia Pro games for November 2021, so... Well, they're still around. Uh, And unfortunately, so are we, but not for long. (laughs) You've been listening to The Game Show, we ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan, 21, Wes, 24. Ethan's predicted score is 64, Wes's is 75. Please follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. Uh, on Twitter, you can also follow me at Powerful Goose or on Letterboxd at E Geese. You can follow Wesley on both platforms at Baby Wesley. And remember, I just needed to really get in the zone for this one. <coughs> Excuse me again. And remember Raytheon. Let's take a Goodbye. moment to remember Raytheon <laughs> in memoriam. They didn't make it to the end of the episode. Unfortunately, their sponsorship has ended, and so is the company. But not the military-industrial complex, baby. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.